Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Holistic University, our holiday episode. Welcome back to episode number nine. I am one of your co-hosts, Elena Siebold. And so that music just made me so happy. I loved it. (laughs) We needed a little Christmas cheer. It is a beautiful Thursday morning, and we have snow. We have snow. It's so beautiful. We have snow. It's so beautiful out, but freezing, but there's snow, so I am happy. <laughs> still going. Oh, yeah. Are you still in Long Island? I'm in Long Island currently. So how much snow did you get? I have no idea. I have not been paying attention to the weather. I just look outside and I'm like, oh, there's snow. <laughs> I know, but does it look a lot? Um, I mean, kind of, yeah. We had the flower guys come down literally they didn't even do anything they just went down a straight line turned around and came right back so oh wow i can't even figure out like the inches and whatnot mm-hmm. from the ground <laughs> i'm a dietetics yeah, I mean, major not a mathematician when it comes to measurements <laughs> yeah i don't really know how you accurate measure the snow because you know, like it piles up in different places and stuff, but oh, I just love it. We didn't get that. I live in Middletown, Rhode Island. So like, I don't know. We didn't get that much, probably like six inches, but it was a good snowfall and it's still coming down. So I don't know. It's fun. I just love it. Wow. Seven inches. I think we were supposed to get around three to six because I was watching the bachelorette with my dad. I know how funny Mm -hmm. that sounds, but it's our father daughter time and he got so invested into it. It's so cute. But we were watching The Bachelorette, and the weatherman comes on, and he showed the map of Long Island. And we're literally mm-hmm. the cutoff between, like, the two counties of, like, mm-hmm. the, where the snow is going to be. So I think we got, like, three to six, maybe six inches. But it was a lot. So. Yeah. I have to shovel later, and I have to take my last final today. Oh, my goodness. Happy end yeah. of finals to whoever's Yay. taking exams right now. You got this. We're going to do this together. It is almost over. Christmas mm-hmm. is less than 10 days away. You got this. Just push through. Push through. Yes. Thank you. That was very motivating. I, I've i been done since like Monday, so good. What? I know. You've been done since Monday? Oh my goodness. I have one more final. Literally. One more final. You guys, you, you totally do. <laughs> I, I believe in you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But back to the holiday spirit. Let's not talk about finals. <laughs> back to the holiday yeah. spirit. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about holidays today. A little bit of New Year's resolutions. I have my Christmas sweater on. It has a giant tree on it. It's super itchy. <laughs> it's one of those like ugly sweaters, but kind of cute. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I've never owned an ugly sweater. Well, you probably, have you ever, do you celebrate Christmas too? Because I know you, you're Jewish and you usually do like the Hanukkah stuff. We celebrate Christmas because my dad's side of the family is Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, you, okay. and weirdly enough, like in some ways Christmas has just become like an Americanized holiday in a way. Yeah. But we celebrate Christmas because of my dad's side because we would go to my, usually before COVID, we would go to my grandma's house for Christmas Eve do Christmas morning with my mom's sister and her husband. And then we'd go to my dad's brother's house 
and do Christmas night from like 2 p.m. to like 11 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've mentioned before my fiance's Jewish. And growing up, like, they kind of did both holidays too, even though they're they're Jewish. Um, like, they'd still get a Christmas tree and stuff like that. And and he's always just said that like Hanukkah is not a big holiday in the Jewish religion. Can you like clarify that for people? It's yeah, in the grand scheme of all the holidays, it's not one yeah. of. It's important, but not the most important. I would say right. probably the three most important are Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, which both of them fall around my birthday, um, and then Passover are probably right. Probably, in my opinion, from like what I've learned in Hebrew school, but like I haven't been to Hebrew school in like six years or something, so I don't. I could be wrong, but that's what I've learned. Um, yeah, no, but, that sounds totally accurate. But it's just funny because a lot of people like compare Christmas and Hanukkah, and they think that they're equally as big of holidays, but they're they're not. From from what I've well, yeah, Hanukkah's the more happier holiday because mm-hmm. I mean Rosh Hashanah, a little um, Jewish um, education for you of the religion Passover. Yes we all know is like falls near Easter. It's when Moses helps the Jews out of Egypt when they were in slavery. Yom Kippur is kind of like we um, express like our sins and all of like the bad things we've done in the year because Rosh Hashanah, which is the new year, falls right beforehand. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, those are the most important holidays, but Hanukkah is more of like a happy celebration time, to, like spending time with family, like fun story to the kids but i think it's gotten a lot more hype because it's right next to christmas if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense yeah no that that totally makes sense yeah um so okay should we talk about what we do well you pretty much said what you do on christmas i guess in my family we do a christmas eve night i'll just i'm an only child so it's just me and my parents and my fiance We usually play games on this night. We go for like a walk around the neighborhood to see the lights. Sometimes we go ice skating. So usually we just like get together, do an activity, and then we get some type of takeout, like Asian takeout, which is just like so cliche. I feel like a lot of people do that. (laughs) And then um, Christmas Day, we go back, my fiance and I go back to my parents' house and we do like gifts and just spend the day together, have dinner, I don't know. It's just nice. And and we're going to do the same thing this year because it's so small. Like, we can basically yeah. just safely do the four of us. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm ready for it. I know it's different this year with COVID and everything, but we're still going to be making new memories with our families. And Yeah. Yeah. It's just making the best out of the situation. Because, like, mm-hmm. I know, like... I can't go to my grandma's or my uncle's house and like right Hanukkah is very different this year New Year's is extremely different this year and it's just mm-hmm. making the most of it because at the end of the day the holidays are spending time with family and friends right so you do what you can you know what I mean and also we 
have a big giant family party the Saturday in between Christmas and New Year's. It's wow. like 40 of us on mom's side and it's so much fun. And obviously we're not doing that this year, but um, yeah, it's, it's a time when I usually get to see people that I don't see mm-hmm. all year long. So that's going to be very different. I think we're going to try to do some type of a zoom thing. Um, but yeah, we also, we used to do a big secret Santa during that party and we still do it for the children, but for the adults each year, um, we pull a name out of a hat and that person choose a charity that we all just like kind of donate to. So it's kind of fun because it's like no one knows that day who's been picked and you could get picked and get to donate to your, all the money Aww. goes to your favorite charity. So it's been a really exciting tradition and it's, I don't know, it's been more rewarding than just giving gifts that people are like, we don't really need anything. So that's so cute. I love that. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I really love that. But in terms of COVID, like it sounds like things are turning around for the better slowly. Like we have a vaccine. People are getting, people are getting the vaccine. We don't know what side effects or anything are coming with it, but things are turning around. So, I mean, it gives us hope for the new year. But things are going to get better, people. So next Christmas, yeah. next Hanukkah, we'll be back hopefully to normal. Yeah, I'm hopeful. I got some funny holiday Christmas cards this year in the mail. Like my friend sent me her Christmas card or New Year's card was like, it literally was just pictures of her kids. And then it says, well, that was crazy. Like happy 2021 finally. I'm like, that's so accurate. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, we're all ready. We're all ready for a new year. Yeah, on our Christmas tree, we put we took a mask and we wrote 2020 and put it as the ornament because we didn't want to buy like a 2020 ornament. Let's like we were like, let's face it, it was the year of the mask. It was the year was of the year face of mask. The mask. So you know what? Let's put a face mask on the Christmas tree. So my mom put That's it all the perfect. way in the back. It'll be a year to remember. It really you know? will be, and it's like looking back in the future on this like future New Year's like referring to 2020 like it's kind of we're kind of living in history oh totally yeah but back to the back to the good stuff so holidays (laughs) so christmas yeah yeah so christmas and hanukkah a lot of times i've i've seen this that people have a connotation with the holidays as being bad it's all about eating healthy being not moving and exercising but the holidays are what you make them and the holidays are meant to spend time with family and friends in a time of having fun and like expressing love but you can make the holidays however you want it to be and so you have Christmas dinner and you eat with your family and there's foods there that you might not normally want to eat in a way you know what I mean yeah. It's all about what you make them and it's not about the food or it's not about the not moving. It's about what you want to do and making memories. I sound right. very repetitive right now, but <laughs> I think Sydney no, knows what I, I, I mean. No, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I think that a lot of people, I mean, I personally have gone this it, it can bring some anxiety when you know you're having a tricky relationship with exercise and with food. A lot of times like a holiday like brings anxiety because you know you're not really going to be working out you know you're going to be eating all these foods that you don't normally eat and just 
please like, you know, if you're feeling this way, reach out to someone that, that can help like a professional or someone that you talk to that, you know, always makes you feel better because we want everyone to just enjoy this holiday as much as they possibly can. And, and if it's bringing that type of stress and anxiety, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, it was like that a little while for me. And, um, I'm really happy that I dug into that a little bit because it, it's a great holiday to make memories. And I feel blessed to be able to eat this food that I don't normally eat. And it's, it's a lot more joyful. Yeah. And it's, and it's listening to your body. It's like, let's say that, Mm -hmm. let's say that you're so structured, like work out X amount of times a week, eat all of your fruits and vegetables, like eat a certain amount of calories. And if that's how you live your life, great. But it's also listening to your body. And it's like, Hey, like, let's indulge a little bit. Let's take a break. Let's just spend time with family instead of hopping on a workout video or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah. do I watch a movie with my family or do I go take a, you know, exercise class? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like picking yeah. the memories in a way and just listening to what your body might be trying to tell you. Right. And challenging those thoughts, right? Like when your mind is telling you, you know, you want to spend time with me, but your, your mind for some reason is telling you, oh, you got to do this workout class. You're going to be eating all weekend and stuff. Just, this is an opportunity to challenge that and Mm -hmm. to, you know, get out of that comfort zone and go hang out with your family and make memories instead. Um, It's totally it, And I, I feel like I missed out on a lot of that in times where I would choose to exercise and really want that for anybody else. It didn't do me any good. I don't feel better about it. I, the memories are what sticks with you. Yeah. You know? And we're not, we're not telling you to like do one certain thing. If you want to work out or if you want to like, not like, again, it's your body. Your body is your biggest asset and tool and telling you what you need, but we're just giving you suggestions because there are two spectrums and, you know, we we want to inform you guys and be there for you. Totally. Yeah. I like how you said that. So <laughs> should, we talk, should we talk about, like, that kind of brings me into this thing. So, you know, let's say you do indulge over the holidays and stuff. This is a huge New Year's resolution that, that people set. They're like, I'm just going to go ham on the holidays and just, like, eat all the food, do nothing, all that. And then I'm going to work it all, you know, compensate for that after the new year. That is, I mean, how do I say this? I don't want to say like, that's (laughs) not a good strategy, but at the same time, yeah, that is totally an all or nothing mindset. And it doesn't need to be that way. We just want to say, yes, that, that is a way you can be, but it doesn't have to be that way. Right. Like, Elena, you were just saying, like, listening to your body during those times. You know, do you feel like you need movement? Do you feel like you need to indulge a little bit? You don't need to um, compensate after the new year. This is your permission slip to not do a 180 after yeah. the new year. Also, yeah, that all or nothing thinking, we've talked about it before on the podcast. It's finding the gray area. This is one time during the year where everybody gets a break from work, everybody gets a break from life, and Mm -hmm. it's just having fun and being happy. And oftentimes, like, I've fallen into this trap, like, I'm having Christmas dinner with my family, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, I need to get back on track immediately and all of that, but it's like, just be present. 
And right. And if you're not on a track, you're, you can't fall off of it. Yeah. Right. Like if you're just enjoying yourself and listening to your body the whole time, there's nothing to get back on track. Like, yeah. no, but just, and with new year's resolutions, cause like I've, I've worked at a gym a lot and you get that new year's crowd of people working out and whatnot. Why mm-hmm. does your goals have to start with the new year? I was taking a class on my bike. I was taking a Peloton class. I love Peloton. That's one of my manifesting goals is to eventually become a Peloton instructor. But one thing that I was taking a 2019 video and it was right before the new year and I was taking an Allie Love class and she's like, I coined the year for 2020 for perfect vision, but why does it have to start with the new year? Why can't I start it now? Just because there's a new year coming around doesn't mean that because sometimes with the word resolutions people start it for a week and then they fall down but why can't you say i want to start my goals for the new year or i want to start my goals now if you have that motivation to make resolutions make goals for the new year you have that motivation already it's already inside you start them now there's nothing stopping you (laughs) yeah i i definitely get that's a really good point I think that a lot of people feel like there's a lot of momentum behind starting on a new year and all of that. Um, But what I just want to say is a lot of times I think that you fall flat, like all set goals that like are just over the top. You're like new year, total new me. And you go and change so many things about yourself that it just gets overwhelming. And then three weeks, maybe not even, you just can't do it anymore. And you don't know where to, how to pick up the pieces and you just fall back on your old unhappy habits. But setting small goals is where it's at. Like I'm telling you like small steps, it's great to have big goals, but what are the small steps you're going to take to get to the bigger goal? I agree. That's what it's all about. I agree. And you know what I would also do when it comes to those big goals and like doing the smaller steps to get to that big goal? Write them down. We've talked about vision boards. We've talked about journaling. Mm -hmm. Write it down so that you could physically see it, check it off so that your mind is taking those smaller steps visually. It's on a piece of paper or it's on a board. I'm actually, I have pictures coming in for my vision board that I'm going to start now because, you know, I don't have Mm -hmm. to start it in 2021. I could start it right now. But write it down. It's a motivator. Mm -hmm. It's a visual representation. And your mind's making that connection that you have to take those smaller steps to get to that bigger goal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so, like, don't be intimidated when you see other people, like, making these drastic changes in the new year. Like, I, I get that that can make you feel so much pressure. Like, what am I doing wrong? I'm being lazy. I'm not doing it right. Like I should be changing. Look how much this person is changing, but the focus on you and just know that that doesn't, I have never seen somebody do a 180 and it stick on January 1st. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's hard because look, you're going to see a lot on social media, people doing their end of 2020 year posts, but then a bunch of fitness influencers or Instagram influencers. Oh, here's my fitness package for the new year to get your resolution started. Oh, this is what I'm doing for my resolutions for the new year, which is great for them, but focus on you. Maybe take a break from social media so you don't have that 
um, constant feed coming in full of what people are doing for resolutions and how their way is the way to go. Yeah, I mean, it just that that's what I mean by the, the whole goals. It just it kind of sets it doesn't set you up for failure. But in a way, when you try to change so much at the beginning of the year and say, you know, I, I feel like when you start on the new year, it, it makes you feel like if you ever go back to those old habits or ever have a day where like you're you're feel like you're slipping up, it makes you feel like you ruined it. Right. Because you started on the new year and you want that whole year to be like perfect. And I hate to say it, but it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. So Elena and I are well-being coaches and we help people create realistic, measurable goals that are small and that are actually really attainable and sustainable. So if you need help with that, I'm just going to plug us right now. You can make an appointment with us over Starish, or you can send us an email at wellcoach at etal.uri.edu. And we're going to be here all over winter break. So maybe you have a little bit of extra time and we'd love to help you do this. So like we've seen people cr- try to create these like extravagant goals. They, they just don't work. Yeah. But yeah, so we both have appointments on Starfish. I'm going to be updating my appointments soon for the winter break. But yeah, it's just taking those smaller steps. And it's so funny because I, what you were talking about earlier, I've heard this on talk shows and radios before. People know that there's a certain connotation with New Year's resolutions that, oh, like you're great for a couple of days and then you fall flat. And then you beat yourself up over it. But it's like... Take out the resolution and put in the goal. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. And the thing, like, what, and also something that we talk about when we're doing our appointments is like in the maintenance phase, like, let's say that you've like created a goal, you're working on it and you're trying to maintain it and you feel like you're falling back. Like, that's a part of maintenance, like having a lapse and, you know, oh, I said I wasn't going to do this, but today I did it that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's literally about just keeping it going and getting back on that maintenance track. And Elena and I can, can help you get there and can help you stay there. Um, It's about how you come back from that relapse because we're all human. I've had relapses. It's a part of life. Nobody. It's it's literally a part of the, the whole change and the whole recovery. It's a built into that. It's a part of it. Think of it. This is a good analogy that I've had using for like my weight loss journey Mm -hmm. and everything think of it like a staircase you go down a step or two all the time it's a part of life life happens things happen where we need to focus on other things and put other things in priority it's how you walk back up the staircase that is going to make it long lasting for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. it's a never-ending staircase or i've heard this analogy from dance you're let's say you're on a soccer field and you're trying to score a goal, that goalie is going to keep going farther and farther away from you the closer you get to that goal. You're never just going to stop and be like, oh, I completed my goal, that's it, I'm done. It's that maintenance period for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You're going to fall mm-hmm. back a couple steps, you're going to come up a couple steps, but it's how you keep it going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, look at the overall picture. Have you improved? Have you gotten better? And don't and then it, the beating yourself up, I think, probably is the worst part yeah. of it all. Don't be. We've all done it, that. It's really hard not to do. And I say do it yourself up well. <laughs> I beat myself up a million times. But it, 
think about it and really try not to. Yeah, we're Find human. a way to not. We're human. Yeah, we're all human. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Nobody's no, perfect. I love that. And I'd love to meet with some of you guys over winter break and here, you know, yeah. we don't have to talk about goals. Like, it can be about anything. But yeah, this is like our specialty is like setting realistic goals. And yeah, yeah, it's we've all been there. Do. Like, don't, I am not immune to this. I've definitely set unrealistic goals where I'm like, I have to do this perfectly 100% or I'm not doing it at all. And it's like, wow, I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Like, that's not what it is at all. Doing it perfectly 100% is not what it's about. It's a learning process. Mm-hmm. You learn and you grow. But yeah, we had to yeah. plug well-being coaching because, you know, that is exactly what we do. Goal setting and goal manifesting and all of that talk. Right. But um, I think that's it on our end. Yeah. Well, happy holidays. Happy, happy, happy holidays. I hope you guys have an amazing time with your family, friends, presents, food, all that jazz. But thank you so much. Make memories. Make, make memories. And if you want to start goal manifesting and start coming up with goals, you can meet with us. And who says you have to start with the new year? You could start now, start small. And yeah, go get it. Um... But we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode nine. We're almost at double digits. Um, But we love you and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Thank you for listening. 